Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm so glad that you're joining me today for this podcast. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. This podcast is called Choir Talks because I direct the choir here, and each week I share with them a devotional thought. So this week is the week of Palm Sunday, and this is what I will share with the choir this week. This Sunday is what we call Palm Sunday. Christians celebrate this Sunday as the beginning of Easter week, and uh, you remember the story. It's when Jesus rides in on the colt of a donkey, and the people wave palm branches and cry, Hosanna. And that's pretty much how we describe it, and uh, that we just mostly think of it as kind of a cool, small story. And usually the takeaway is, isn't it amazing that those people cried out his praises, and then just a week later, they are calling for his crucifixion. But this day gets way more interesting if you know the backstory. So Palm Sunday, what's up with that? What's it all about? The story is found in all four Gospels, so that points out its significance. Let me read it to you from uh, the, the Gospel of John. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. All right, so let's stop there real quick. When the people are crying out for him, um, the book of John goes on to explain that a lot of them had heard about him raising Lazarus from the dead. And so there was a lot of excitement and buzz, and maybe he was the Messiah. So they came to welcome him, but they didn't really know what they were looking for in a Messiah. They were, of course, hoping that um, a military leader would come and uh, knock back the rule of Rome and, and liberate them from that. But that's not what he was there to do. So as they are crying out here, words that maybe don't seem significant to us, those words come from Psalm 118. And the words in Psalm 118 are understood to be a messianic prophecy, a messianic words. Uh, the word Hosanna is unusual. It means Lord save us or just save us. Uh, it was originally a plea for help, but over time it had come to mean be uh, a term of, of praise. And so both of those meanings are significant here, significant here because he is coming to save them. They have no idea in what way he is going to do that. But as he enters Jerusalem, he, he begins the march to the cross. And uh, that is the moment when he will save the people. The other line from Psalm 118 says, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's the messianic call. That's the, the praise for the one who is the anointed one, the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the Messiah, which of course he is. So as the people sing this psalm, they are announcing the coming of the Messiah. That significance is not lost on the religious leaders of the day. In one of the other Gospels, it mentions that they call out to Jesus and say, don't let them say that. Don't you hear what they're saying? They, they don't want him to receive the praise of the Messiah. But Jesus answers and says, if they don't uh, praise, then even the very rocks are going to cry out. Uh, here's another part of the story. Verse 14, Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. So as he is riding this donkey, he is fulfilling uh, 
what John quotes here from uh, Zechariah chapter 9. Do not uh, be afraid, daughter Zion, that's meaning Jerusalem. Uh, see your king, the Messiah, is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. What's up with a donkey's colt? Uh, the king would normally ride a war horse in to a city when he was coming um, after a victorious battle campaign. Uh, that's what you would expect a king to ride on. However, there were times in ancient history and even in Jewish uh, literature in the, in the Old Testament where a king comes riding on a donkey. And those, uh, the, the symbolism of that and the significance of that is a king rides on a donkey when he is coming on a peaceful mission. A war horse when he is going to battle or coming victorious from battle, but on a donkey when he's coming on a peaceful mission. So Jesus, the Prince of Peace, is most certainly coming to bring peace to all of us through his sacrifice on the cross. So he fulfills prophecy and he comes to bring us peace. Next, I want to revisit a psalm that I did an episode on. Go back and listen to it if you get a chance. It's episode 95 on the website. But it's uh, Psalm 24. Psalm 24 is a messianic psalm. In Psalm 24, uh, there's this plea, Who may ascend the mountain of the Lord, and who may stand in his holy place? The mountain of the Lord is equal to Jerusalem, and particularly the temple mount there in Jerusalem. And the holy place, uh, you should understand to be uh, the holy of holies, the place where you enter into God's presence. And the answer to who is the one who has clean hands and a pure heart. Clean hands and a pure heart were an admonition to all who wanted to, to uh, be in the presence of the Father. Uh, however, how perfectly is that uh, fulfilled in the person of Jesus, the one who is sinless? He has clean hands, never committed a sin. He has pure heart, the one who has uh, never inwardly committed sin. He is the one who has come into uh, the holy place, which is, of course, the temple. So as you read on through Psalm 24, here's the portion that I think really applies to, the, to Palm Sunday. Verse 7, Lift up your heads, you gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord, strong and mighty. The Lord, mighty in battle. And then he repeats almost verbatim, lift up your heads, you gates, lift them up, you everlasting doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord Almighty. He is the king of glory. Who are these uh, gates and, and ancient doors? I believe they're talking about the gates of Jerusalem and the doors into, uh, into the temple area. Uh, these are the ones who should expect that the king of glory would come in, and he certainly did that on that Palm Sunday. The King of Glory fulfilled Psalm 24 by coming to Jerusalem on that day and being announced and anointed as the Messiah, as the King. Going back up to that clean hands and pure heart, uh, notice that it says that this Lord is one who is strong and mighty and mighty in battle. What, what battle is he strong in? Our Lord Jesus is strong in the battle over death, hell, and the grave. That's what he is going to defeat at the cross and through his resurrection. He is the one 
who has pure hands and clean heart, the only one that could possibly overcome those things because of who he is. He has defeated sin, hell, and the grave for us. He is the Lord, mighty in battle. Lastly, I want to point out Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9 is the famous prophecy about what is called, uh, as the, known as the 77s, or the 490 years that Daniel prophesies about uh, before the, the coming of Messiah and the fulfillment of his mission on earth. Daniel sections that 490 years into two, uh, a final seven years and a 483-year period of time. But what's really cool about this prophecy is that it, it has a specific starting point that we can trace. He tells us the month uh, and the year of that prophecy. He says when the announcement goes out for the return to Jerusalem, we know from history that that happened in 445 B.C. when Artaxerxes gave the announcement that the Jews could return. And Daniel gives us the day and the month of that announcement. And so uh, scholars who have taken uh, that timeline and added up the days and accounted for the Jewish calendar come out to Palm Sunday on A.D. 32. So the fulfillment of this prophecy, and I'm sorry I don't have time to develop that whole thing, points to Jesus' uh, entrance into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday and is announced as the king. One last thing about this whole day is that, that idea of palm branches. Uh, the palm branches are a symbol of victory that not only happen here, but it, it, it's, here is a foreshadow of the final use of that. Let me read to you from Revelation chapter 7. It says, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could, could count from every nation, tribe, people, and language. That's the people that are, are saved by this Messiah and his mission. They are standing before the throne and before the Lamb. They're wearing white robes and holding what? Palm branches in their hands. They're there to announce the victory over the one who conquered sin, death, and hell. The Messiah who rode into Jerusalem to be anointed, announced, and set apart as the King. I hope you have a great weekend. Do some reading on Palm Sunday and be ready to celebrate.